Welcome to the Ether. Today is Saturday, January 28th, 2023. Today on the Ether, part two of the two part IBC Gang late night lounge space, the Cosmos one year anniversary, the Cosmos Spaces one year anniversary. Very exciting. Let's take a listen. Nope, Andy's gone. <laughs> That's the oh, ball man. game. Can you imagine just getting like getting rugged on your one year anniversary? Ugh. Plebtastic. So what did you want to tell him? We'll we'll relay him the message for you. Yeah, I'll respond as if I'm gay. Well, I wanted to say congratulations on year one, of course. And that's about it. Well, to that I would <laughs> say it's not like anyone was gonna cancel us, right? Because you know, we just <laughs> We do this shit, so thank you, though, is, is what he said on, on his behalf. Thank You're welcome, James. <laughs> so I have a question for you. When, so obviously, I think Angel was mostly Terra, right? When did, when did Angel, like, did Angel just choose to transition over to the cosmos? Like, or, or when did you kind of discover this, this motley crew? So we officially moved over the beginning, actually day one of Cosmoverse. So it was like September 29th. Um, but I think we made a decision in like summer. So like sometime in July, but I'm glad we did because I never would have met you guys. And I just happened to get mentioned actually by Simon Chadwick. He was like, oh, you should like check out the raccoon community. <laughs> and I was like, these are my people. So I'm Wait. so glad. Wait, fucking then, Simon introduced you to Rax? Well, it was because I'm I dead right now. Dead. It's weird, right? It's weird. Like he What? I know. Okay, so he mentioned something like I sent him a picture because I was doing a little bit of business development for Clipspad way back. And I sent him a picture of a raccoon that was in my car, which all of you know about. And he was like, Holy fuck, like you need to tag the raccoon supply. And I was like, okay, who are all these people? So I tagged him and I immediately was on a space with Robo like seconds later. And he thought I was hoovering a raccoon. And that's like the end is history. Now, now you were, know. You're now to, you, you're trying to destroy one of our brethren with your vacuum. Brethren. Your brethren. Listen, this fucker was in my car for who knows how long, eating like the crumbs from my daughter's you, granola. You say, you say he, your car. It was my he car. He says his home. His house. His home. Not yeah, even his house. Like, his home. Rights. You know, like what? what state do you live in? Squatters. He was there yeah. more than a month. He's got squatters rights, and you would have to go through the proper channels you to know evict him. So, I'm like so scared to like even think about the fact that he was there beyond one day. I'm letting you all know. So, I, I own I own some rental real estate, and my biggest fear before I got involved was the fact that people would just stop paying. Mind you, I started investing in real estate about three months before COVID started. And I vow to you, if I ever just drop off the face of the planet one day, 
It's because someone stopped paying rent. I can't evict them. And I went and burned the fucking house down with them inside of it. Because that's how I'm going to resolve it. You just go move in with them. And then just like be like, this is fun, huh? And then just be like hovering over their shoulder their every waking hour, just watching <laughs> them, helping them. Horror stories of people in like California that like didn't get paid like all of fucking COVID because they just like chose not to. And then Bro, like, again, here we yeah, are. Here we are like true. some schmucks paying rent on time every fucking month. And you know the thanks we got? Oh, your rent just went up 150 bucks every month. Thanks. Yeah, no, see, I, I prefer to not be a slumlord. I'm I'm definitely the kind of guy that if you're going to stay, like, I ain't raising shit. I'm a I'm a fan of the status quo. Bro, you I need rather, to come come buy some real estate here then, and I will be I the best rather, tenant you will ever have. I can yeah, try I to get Tank to do the same. <laughs> I'd rather fucking keep someone in than fucking have them move out and have to do a turn and fucking if they're happy, I'm happy. I literally just sent all my people a survey asking like, hey, if I made one capital improvement this year, what would you prefer? Like, I don't know, man. I'm maybe I'm a fucking softy, but like, yeah, like. No, that's legit. Most shit out here is just like rental agencies and then people that just own several of them that don't want to fuck with them and just collect the money. And they're like, oh, I guess we got to raise the rent this year. Thanks. And they just, you know. Yeah, they I don't do any improvements like, or anything. It just goes up and up and up. Yeah, I've been like, there's like a fucking, I've been hearing horror stories of some of my friends. They're like, yeah, my rent went up like 300 bucks. I'm like, dude, that's fucking ridiculous. First of all, like all these people locked in. If you bought like before this random shit happened, like you locked in like a, you know, a sub 5% rate on your fucking rental loan, which is pretty fucking good. Because usually a rental loan is like, if they know you're using it for a rental, they like charge the bank charges you like i don't know like a percent or like you know a percent and a quarter more than like your average loan so like most of these loans that like if the person has owned the home for you know the within the last year or so like that rate is really fucking sweet so the fact that your rent's going up is more a of them like fucking you then like they're it's more of a fuck you that's how i took it i wrote them a letter and i was like so is there an appeal or anything they're like nope like all right well and in some states like they can't raise it more than a certain like amount so anyways if if you're having some issues i i again i've gone through most of this shit because i've like i really dove into all the details and like of like where i was choosing to you know buy properties to rent um so I, I i did a little bit of research into a lot of states to know like what lo- what the rules are and all that shit so if you ever have any questions definitely uh oh yeah i'm just gonna refer know. them straight to you i'll be <laughs> like talk to my lawyer my lawyer shroot buck esquire <laughs> i'm back guys i got fucking rugged for the like the third time oh my god bro are yeah, you okay all right i made it i made it you got inked i got inked yeah we answered, we answered all of Amandal's questions on your behalf. By the way, I have to tell you guys something. So in the Persian community, when you get rugged, what it literally translates is he ate a bug. Like, you know, like you say virus or bugs. So I love attending Persian spaces just to hear them say, oh, he ate a bug. He ate a bug. And it's just it's just the funniest thing. You ate a bug, little gays. <laughs> It was a big fat bug, but I ate it. That's so good. I'm gonna start using in, that. In Spanish, uh, when somebody gets rugged, they say uh, "se se rugió," and that's like the worst way to say rug. Like, oh my god, "se rugió," 
Lo rogiaron. Oh, God. Sounds terrible. I would no, figure no, no. in Persian getting rugged is when you go buy one of those rugs and it's like fucking inauthentic. There was this uh, travel fucking show. I forget what it was called, but this guy, he would try and get scammed in all of these like famous tourist destinations. And like the one in, I think the one in Turkey is like he went to the bazaar and bought this like fucking super duper expensive rug to bring home. And sure as shit, like when they went to like authenticate it and see like if it was real, they're like, nah, dude, this is just a new rug that they threw a bunch of dirt on to make it look old. The fuck does that even mean, though? Like it's either a rug or it's not. They like get it home and they're like, this rug is made out of plastic. Like I don't understand that it's a fake rug. Uh, It's either like, check this out. Yeah, it's like hand, like so. Some of them are like handmade, like artisanal rugs. Oh, correct. Versus like they just like programmed it and it sewed itself in a machine or whatever. So, yeah. And the other thing is, is like the old uh, antique or the good quality rugs. They're made with vegetable dye, so the color doesn't fade, and it doesn't run. So I bought these three rugs from this one guy, and I had them for a year, and the color is running. I didn't spill anything on them. So I like took it back and I'm like, well, these rugs were running. He's like, well, you can't bring these back. It's been like a year. What He's you like, you better go catch them. <laughs> you know, and, most and, of and my anyway, rugs were on Binance Smart Chain. So now he Good. took them back and I got to buy this other rug and I owe him a thousand dollars. I don't know how that happened, but I, I just went in there and came. I'm like, what the fuck did I just do? Just rug running all over your fucking floor and shit, staining the hardwood. <laughs> What's the rug for tonight, anyway? Who's rugging? You were. I believe it was uh, it was Cosmos Joe's coffee knots on Stargaze, rugged because he set the cap to two per wallet. And I know, I know, you just go make like twenty wallets. I'm not gonna do that. Just let me buy more. And I know it's not his fault because Stargaze only lets a single wallet have a certain percentage, and it was a small collection. So I I, I get it, but that that was my my rug. I got a pig. And a lion. Uh, oh. I think. I think. I think wallet. I, I think number per wallet is the. I think the only thing that they limit is how many you can have on the whitelist. I don't believe they limit how many you can have per wallet. No, it is. It, it is? is. Okay. Yeah, it's just a stargaze thing. He said they're working on a fix for it. I guess for future collections that are smaller. Because I know it's usually it's have... fine, right? If it's a five thousand piece collection, like yeah, it's no twenty percent of it or yeah. whatever. Yeah, but when there's only what two hundred. I forget how many this was. It was super small, but two fifty. Yeah, two fifty was a collect. Is the collection size thirty five percent minted? I haven't min- minted yet, so gonna see what I get. Yeah, and they're not. Ah, oh, man, I feel like they're not gonna mint out because not a lot of people are gonna make a bunch of extra wallets just to mint them. They will just wait like me for the secondary to open up, which sucks because like I want to support them more than just buying two, but. I don't want to support them that much to where I'm making extra wallets. Are you guys by any chance collecting the, um, cause the NFTs that Omniflix does, if you like listen to their spaces, they give you the secret word and then you watch a short minute and a half video and then you get these OG NFTs. And so supposedly, you know, um, when they do release their Flix token, these NFTs are supposed to be something, but I have two wallets that I collect these NFTs on. So one, my work one and my, my personal one. And so I don't know if you guys are anybody doing that, but um, I feel like Omniflix NFTs are going to be something down the line. Who knows? We'll see. Mm. 
The it's only funny, ones we I had was a... actually collecting were the secret ones, just because I hear the word when I'm editing the spaces, but I never like started collecting Yami Foots ones. I should. I edit their spaces. This too. is what we've been talking about, Shrew. Which um for the Tuesday space that I'm hosting with uh Carbon, or actually with CJ from Carbon. Um, I think that's the first time we're gonna pilot this uh like NFT claiming thing with Omniflix. Uh, wish us luck. It's the first time we've ever done something like this. So I, I, I'll, I will try to make. I started using Carbon Gains. Do, do you want me to attend? I, I have some feedback that I would gladly provide. Oh yeah, they're very, very open to feedback, bro. They, yeah, okay, absolutely. It, 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 it'll probably have a little bit of spice because I do have some. Uh, now, do you have feedback? Do you have feedback, or do you got beef? Because these are two different. No, conversations. I, don't, I don't have beef. I don't have beef. I, I don't have beef with anything. Okay, that's okay. Fucking... Keep it vegan. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Gluten free too. Keep it a Amir friendly, um, bro, please. Amir. Yeah, yeah. You know how he is. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely have some uh I've been I've been jotting down some notes because I I've been trying to use it to, you know, support the homies. I even picked up a little bag of carbon on my own. Um carbon and gra- dude, gravity from the other night in the Jake space. My gravity's up like three percent since I since I dumped like couple couple shekels into it oh your boy jake hartnell was pumping the the gravity token right gravity and marble oh and Mar- not i think it was anything. marble right that he was pumping <laughs> well we were jo- we were joking about the marble but i think we were actually all serious about the gravity token so you guys are like joking while he's making buys just waiting for you guys to buy it so you could dump it <laughs> it's the best joke no he he definitely bought it I confirmed um, the blockchain is alive and well. And yeah. So Gaines, I got a question for the, the next year. What, what do you guys have kind of like in your vision for what you want Cosmos spaces to be, to continue doing like what, what's your kind of overall kind of out, output for the year? Well, well stinky uh, to take over the world. I mean, what, what else, what else, bro? Perfect. Actually, uh, this uh this sunday we have a team meeting a really really important team meeting with all the uh, people on the crew so I, I think we're gonna we're gonna gather all of our you know goals and and plans to to just keep pushing forward bro but uh for now just uh you maintain that um credit credibility that we have in this community and to keep the reputation up and host tons of spaces uh i think i think too getting into youtube youtube would be nice start start streaming on youtube uh because you guys don't see a lot of us start doing your hair again have to start putting on some makeup and and get your your face pretty for for the cameras i I gotta start getting jacked dude i gotta go to the gym for sure for sure but you know by the way can i can i make a suggestion like this is a serious suggestion (gasps) for your coming year cosmos spaces and it has to do with uh cosmoverse so when they announced that Cosmoverse was going to be in um, Istanbul. I was really excited because I thought, oh, great. You know, Iranians who couldn't come out because it's far, Cosmoverse, Colombia, they can't get visas. No, you know, nobody wants to let Iranians go over there. They can go to Turkey. So as we're talking to some of the artists, they're like, no, we can't go. We're so broke that we can't even afford the plane ticket. So it's $300 round trip for people to fly out of Iran and, and back. 
And so um, we decided we want to have a fundraiser and figure out a way to raise a little bit of funds to sponsor at least the artists who've been in the Cosmoverse space and in the Cosmos ecosystem supporting and minting. So that's something that we decided we want to look into and, and, and reach out to all the people in the Cosmos community. That's so, cool. I would suggestion. holler at holler at Timmy with Spark IBC and see if they're interested in creating a campaign for it. That would at least give them an easy way to get like USDC and Juno donations and uh, whatever else they're supporting now because they're constantly working on that shit on the back end. But that would be one good way. And then obviously yeah, doing like art NFT if they're NFT artists, uh, auctions and stuff making sure to let people know that like, yo, this is going to support some homies that are trying to get to Cosmoverse to party with the other homies. And uh, yeah, I bet people make it happen. Thank you. I will reach out to him. As a, as a person who watched Cosmoverse on YouTube last year uh, for the most of it, um, like I, I think there's a, an incredible opportunity. And this is something that, I mean, I already kind of sidely mentioned this to Gaines, but I think that if enough of us Cosmos Spaces people go to Cosmoverse, that we do like a little, like a more intimate fucking like Twitter spaces slash streamed some, some way, somehow like Cosmos Spaces after dark at Cosmoverse with like, you know, maybe take some people that had keynotes throughout the day and just kind of have them more in like a one-on-one where like people can ask questions about what they talked about or just kind of like, you know, Gaines does that weekly uh, or, you know, bi-weekly uh, Cosmos, Cosmic Community Space where he like kind of interviews people, you know, kind of Joe Rogan style. I think something like that, even whether it be live or, you know, we do it via Twitter spaces or, you know, stream it on YouTube or something like that while we're there, I think that could be really fun because it'll a lot of the things were run, you know, I was in the States. So a lot of the things were being run during the day for me on, on the YouTube. Whereas if we had this, like, you know, kind of after hours thing, I think you could kind of have eyeballs on a different, you know, different time zones that, you know, might not, might not, might necessarily have missed the like live streams of the actual keynotes. And then we can kind of have like a more sit down with some of the, you know, more popular, uh things and kind of do like a radio row kind of thing that'd be which would be kind of one if you if you plan it out what we used to do for the big conferences is have two people either at the hotel or working remotely and then you would have the people on the floor and they would go gather the footage and everything for a day upload it the day two they're out gathering more footage while the other two people are putting together all of the posts and the content the videos and and all that stuff it's a lot of work for sure but if you got a couple people that are quick on video editing uh and a couple good writers like you can cover a whole conference with probably like five six people obviously depending on how big it is but yeah yeah that's that's, that would be cool to to do for sure i think it would be cool if Gaines expands his role as like mc like obviously he's got some sort of an in with Cito that he was offered that position, which was, which was awesome. Like, I know we give a lot of shit, but like, you know, he, he definitely at least had the, his finger on the pulse when it comes to that. And so I think just expanding that to doing some like after hours shit, uh, dude, you know what dude, I mean? Dude. Or like one-on-one style interviews would be actually really cool and beneficial for everyone. So 
I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I think we should put together a nice little package and be like, hey, like, cool, do all of your scheduled programming. But then like, we're going to put, you know, a blast out to everyone that's a speaker and be like, hey, do you want to come on and do like a space after hours? I I think it's hard to do that kind of shit because a lot of people after hours probably just want to go either party or do whatever. So I think, but I think if there's enough speakers, you would get enough interest to at least have like, you know, one or two hours of content, you know, at night or something like after dinner or like before dinner or something like that, just that you can either record or do live. And I have to see what the time zone difference is, but I think something that like corresponds to like prime time in the United States would be like fucking key. I mean, I know Cosmos is like global, but like I would imagine most of the people that tuned into Cosmoverse last year, I I tuned into it because it was easy for me to watch it live because you know, Medine was like literally like the same time zone almost that I'm in 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 Utah. So, uh, anyways, yeah, I, I, that's one thing that I I think that hopefully we'll be able to kind of secure some uh, our position and like you know doing some kind of cool non necessarily Cosmoverse shit, but like I think Twitter Spaces is a great fucking place to do crypto stuff. It's funny we always you know bitch and complain that all this shit goes on Commonwealth, and it's like Twitter is really the place where like all of the community kind of action happens. And so um, I think if we brought some of that Cosmoverse to the Twitter space, I think that would be kind of neat. I feel you. It's 7.24 a.m. right now in Turkey. 7.24 a.m. right now. Well, then I guess as soon as they're coming home from the club before they're getting ready for their day, we're going to have a fucking, you know, uh, uh, not Twitter after dark, Twitter at dawn, I guess, uh, in <laughs> Turkey. No, I feel you, dude. That would be a great idea. Um, I would love to just, you know, find a nice little cool spot, uh, you know, bare, barely lit with a, with a few glasses of whiskey and a nice little table and just chilling out, talking to these devs and stuff, right? Asking them the real question. Fireside. Fireside with the squid. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Robo up here. What up, dog? GMGM. What's going on, Robo? You've been trying hard to get up here as a speaker. I see you requesting multiple times. He probably he he fell back asleep. What? Dude, he was requesting more than fucking NFT switch the other night. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Robo, I only give you shit because you you opened the door for me to give you shit when you told me that I was fucking butt buddies with Brian. Where'd he go? Oh, he did say that, didn't he? <laughs> Dude, he's scared. He's scared. Yeah, as soon as he said that I was butt buddies with Brian, like that was it. The floodgates are open now, man. The gloves are off. We'll we'll let him let him uh, request. Oh, I guess he, he probably couldn't. Yeah, he's he's rugged. He just sent a message. Nah, guys, I'm just I'm just switching my 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 headset. I got the top of it. I was I was on the iPad. I was on the iPad. <laughs> Winston, oh man, this these dogs, these dogs, man. Winston got a plastic bottle again, dude. Speaking of the racks, uh, I don't, I don't know where the tweet is. I'm, I'm hardly functional right now. Um, they have, uh, they have a prop up for fucking building a NFT marketplace on Huahua. So if you are a Huahua holder, I'm sure Robo can maybe speak a little bit more to it. Are you back? He's back. I sent him a 
invite to speak since he's been trying. Oh, yeah, I've seen that too, Shroot. Robo. Testing, testing. Oh, he's just a listener for now. No, I see him as a really? speaker. Oh, maybe it's just my... Yeah. Maybe it's just me, then. The rug continues. Oh, no, are we all going to get rugged right now? Shoot. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Yeah, he's not showing up as a speaker. Yeah. Robo, you yeah. Oh, he's shown as a speaker for me, but I don't I see no mic symbol. Same thing with like Timmy and Mayor and Hype. When that happens, Hype. you have to leave the space. You have to click leave and then restart your app and then scroll to the top bar and join the space that way. If if you find somebody that's in the space and join it join it that way, it won't work. You have to make sure that you join it. Um through the top bar of the Twitter app. You know what I'm saying? Like the top bar. Yeah, dude, the top bar fucking sucks because I'll scroll across it and it'll say like Lil Squid is co-hosting like fucking 15 different spaces. And obviously you're not. It's so fucked. And dude, my favorite is understand... when the top bar just disappears. That's yeah, my favorite. When it disappears or dude, like it's so fucking tiny. I don't know who's in what space. Like, dude, Twitter spaces is what like probably like a big thing with Twitter. Why is it the tiniest fucking part of my screen? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot that they need to fucking shape up and sh- or ship out. No, let it out, homie. Let it out. Let that shit out. That's what we're here for. I, I mean, this this bag of wine isn't going to drink itself, you know? This bag. Ah, yeah. Slapping bags. Hey, uh, by the way, your idea about having that nice little, like, you know, late night sesh and turkey great idea but how much are we going to request from the the community pool and how can we get terrace pages involved to record this at least a hundred racks at least <laughs> oh, shit. I, I want loot money at this point dude a, a man dow will send 100 r- actual live raccoons to your place that were living in her car no, no, I got. We got our own raccoons up here. <laughs> We're good on raccoons. Oh fuck, Mayor's gonna. Come. I, don't, I don't know, man. I think it would be like a different because that's the one thing that, like, I know there were a couple panels where I think people ask, like, where where the 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 keynote itself was people asking questions, but I think in general, most of the presentations at Cosmoverse were people coming out and just like talking at you and not like responding and i think i think that's like a missed opportunity to have like some be kind of moderated i've gone to enough fucking comic cons that i know like a good moderator is definitely worth their fucking weight in gold like there are some like panels you go to at a comic con and i know like it's not fucking crypto but i mean it's probably the same people that are involved in crypto that go to fucking comic cons to be honest with you um but like show of hands, who how many of y'all in here been to Comic Con? Let's I've, let's see. I've, I've been to Comic Con four let's times. <laughs> I've actually yes. been to Comic Con four times. San Diego is so fun. <laughs> there he is. Yeah, dude, they're fucking legit, man. Like yeah, I don't it know. is awesome. I've, I've met fucking like a ton of like stars that uh I so I actually so my the inspiration for my name, Shrootbuck, actually comes from the office because I've probably watched the office, like no lie. 
uh, end to end, like over 25 times uh, end to end. Uh, there's not a reference, a day go that goes by that I don't make some weird reference to the office. Um, and obviously my, one of my favorite characters is in fact, Dwight Schrute. Um, but like, so I met him at one of the comic cons out here in Salt Lake a couple of years ago and a way a while ago, like probably back, back in like fucking when the office was still on TV, like he tweeted some stupid shit and I responded to him and he responded back. Don't be an idiot. And like, it was like one of the greatest moments of my life. And so I printed it out on like a fucking eight by 10 poster and I brought it to him at Comic-Con and I had him like personalize it and sign it for me. And it's like hanging up in my office. It's like one of the greatest, my greatest. That's treasures. amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. Cause that was like one of his lines in the thing, like don't be an idiot. And so the fact that he like tweeted that to me is like, was very endearing. That's Although I wasn't being an idiot, good. just to be clear, he was being an idiot because he was a Hollywood celebrity commenting on something that he had no business commenting on. Uh, cause he's not a real person. Um, but anyways, yeah, cool. that, that, that's the kind of shit you only hear on Twitter spaces, like those kind of stories. Cause like, where do people get all these weird names from? Right? Like that's a beautiful story. Shrewd. Yeah. So yeah. And, and when did actors all of a sudden become politicians telling us how to vote and how to think? Well, like, and that's, that, that was, that was that honestly happen? the point behind all of my a sudden, They're like, Oh yeah, you do this. And it's like, get the fuck out of here. Go read your script. Fuck off. Yeah, that was that was my point behind my tweet to him. It was like, oh, okay, because you're really in tune with like fucking, you know, the the common person in the United States. Like, we should definitely take your. It's funny. It was it was so hard for me because his character in the show is so different than who he is in real life, like political wise. So it was just like kind of like a mind fuck. But the fact that he responded to me, I was like, oh, okay, this is cool. So I kind of wore it as a badge of honor that tweet that I had back That's in the day. Like that's like Nick. by the way i got one val kilmer joined the nft space right he became an nft artist and when he came into this space he's minting on tezos should have come into the cosmos spaces but he started minting on the tezos blockchain and i said welcome and he said thank you so i printed that out and put it on my desk val kilmer because you know i've Top Gun was one of my favorite movies back in the day. And and for him to say thank you to me, it's just like, wow. Yeah, he actually he actually came to a Comic-Con out here in Salt Lake. Uh, I mean, he's definitely not doing well. I think he's got some health issues, right? Like, I'm pretty sure he was in like a wheelchair shit when he came out yeah, here. Yeah, he's, he's um, got a lot of health issues. And his son yeah. is actually doing a great thing um they are doing these um they're creating space and there's creating money and and so artists are minting and they're doing these collaborations with artists so yeah he's he's doing a lot to help artists he's always been a great artist by the way it's like he made home movies and you guys probably saw that and so um anyway but congratulations to you don't be an idiot that that is a classic for sure yeah, no, it was it, it was so funny, like looking at the screenshot of what Twitter looked like in like fucking 2000 and I don't know, fucking seven or whatever. When I screenshot it, it was like, yeah, it was it was wild. Like the, just the difference in that. And uh, isn't uh, are we allowed to even mention secret? Is that like a dirty word right now? I see Gus. Gus was down there for a little bit. Uh, he probably left. Yeah, he's not here anymore. But, I, wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't say secret in front of mayor. He's got a secret ape. 
but didn't but didn't uh didn't one of the film didn't a film person come to secret network like what famous film dude came to secret to do some shit was it kevin. like kevin kevin smith or kevin smith was it wasn't it uh that was quentin tarantino oh yeah quentin did. tarantino too oh. right and didn't also someone, someone got yeah. in trouble though too right yeah yeah we don't talk about that okay it's a secret i guess right mayor go ahead dude come in oh hi friends hey I want to tell you about this really cool debit card I've just learned about. It's called the Fold Card. And you can earn Bitcoin by using this debit card. I put a referral link, I hope you don't mind, up in the nest. Use a referral link and you will get 20,000 sats after your first purchase. It's a really cool card. So um, check it out. Thanks, thanks for shilling your shit. Um, next. Wow. Wow. Hey, do you guys like Cosmos? I think it's cool. But check out the fold card. It's neat. I got one, Mayor. You spin the wheel? Okay. I spin the wheel all the time. If you don't have it, use do the you... link below. So here, here I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring it full circle. Do you know that with the Babylon chain that you'll be able to secure the fucking cosmos network with your bitcoin so i think i'll do you one better i'm securing the pi network with my cell phone <laughs> that's all really cool but check out the fold card it's really easy to sign up it only takes like a week to get an actual card you load is, is it a credit card tell me about it no seriously do not what, click what on the it? link sandy please it's, it's, no 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 this is and i can't sandy. open my fucking laptop it's a debit card it's a Don't debit card it. sandy and you earn sat sats you earn bitcoin so let's say you can buy a gift card at amazon and you can earn like three percent in bitcoin or if you just want to use it at the gas station and earn like one percent so after you Dude, is this like an AI speaking? You, this feels like an AI ad. Like, did you tell AI, like, how do I shill the fold card to this Twitter spaces group? Hey, look, times are tough. Juno, Juno is below like a buck 75. A, 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 a guy's got to do, an ape's got to do what an ape's got to do to earn, earn bananas. I mean, come on. Are you doing this to earn bananas or to buy more blue tokens? Both, because you can buy banana. You can buy banana tokens on Hopers. So I, I got to convert the Bitcoin into into like uh, Osmo. And then I got to take that Osmo over to Hopers and then I can buy bananas. And blue Damn, tokens. Dude, we lost it, bro. It's, hey, Finn, you hang out with these people on the internet long enough, it kind of it kind of wears off on you a little bit. Yeah, dude, it's been a... I, there like i have like a mental map in my mind of people that have never shielded anything in the entirety of my experience having of consciousness having known them and dude you just you just got a big red x over your fucking profile now dude oh come on hey i bought some squids now i'll go oh that's I'll, true i will i'm say heading this. to stargate Don't right now this. i'm gonna buy a couple of doors did you buy the squids with the fold card I, no i wish <laughs> i wish i could I wish I could. Pretty soon he'll be able to, dude. Okay, it's a okay, real card, listen, Sandy. I'm, Hit the link. It's a real card. It's listen, a debit card. I will, I will fucking, I will shield the fold card if I can Kato my USD. It's Kato. It's a, fucking Kato. 
Cato or Thank what? you for correcting him. It's, it's Cato. Fucking it's spelled with a K. I know they mean to be avocado. It's Cato in England and Cato no. in the U.S. It's not. Do you say avocado or do you say avocado? It's Cato like avocado. It's this is the hill I will Kato, die on. Because I'm a fucking... Because I'm a filthy American. I don't think the fold, fold card works in Australia, but if it did, use the link above. <laughs> Anyways, hey, you got Mayor, you've been, you've been, you've crossed to the other side. I, I told you, Nape's got to do what an ape's got to do. To by the way, <laughs> one of the comments in there on the bottom it says that ETH is the biggest. What? It's the biggest crypto event in the world. Is it even bigger than Cosmoverse? What's really? that? ETH Denver? Can you buy your plane tickets with the full card? You sure can. You sure can. I I bought I bought something on Amazon with uh, the fold card and I got four thousand sets. That's about a dollar. All I'm gonna say, all I'm gonna say is the last time that some, someone shielded me a credit card, it was fucking invest voyagers debit card. It's a card, debit card. And I have about twenty five thousand dollars fucking in USDC locked up in Invest Voyager. So Why did you invest in that? What? Oh, I saw that Steve Why? guy was a scammer. I I called it before it went down. I called it and I told everybody get the fuck out of Voyager. Don't buy that crypto. That is shit. It's a rug pull. Don't do it. Don't do it. Dude, and, and I was right. Me and Sandy knew. Me and Sandy knew your coin. It, I, and I'm and I very I'm I'm astute enough to know that. However, however. I was in a very different place. I got, I don't know if a lot of you have heard this story, but I am probably one of the few people that have gotten triple rugged in 2020. You got the Gretzky. That's why I like you so yeah, much. You, you're one of the few you that got Gretzky. So, so and listen, is still here. First, yeah. I'm, I, let me sit down, boys and girls, and I'll tell you a story of a man who's really down. But you know too what? astute to know better, too astute to care. Despite Unbelievable. It, despite it all, I'm still here. Give, um, give us the two minute rundown well, of 2022 for you. Yeah. So the two minute, the, uh, yeah, I'll keep it to two minutes. I'll keep it real quick. So there was a boy who, when his first soiree into DeFi was through Celsius, Celsius, the app. And that, that boy sent his Bitcoin and his Ethereum to Celsius to earn that sweet, sweet, sweet 5 to 8% APY on his Bitcoin and his Celsius or in his Ethereum and his, I'm going to say it, this is for you, Cosmos Joe, hopefully you listen to the recording, and his ADA. Uh, and, and after a time, he was like, these rewards aren't as good as they could be. And I stumbled upon a man on Twitter called Route2Fi. And I learned about Luna and Anchor Protocol and that sweet, sweet 20% APY for UST. And then that boy, he degened into a thing called Luna. He brought his funds over because he thought he was going to get that 20% APY. But then he thought that 20% wasn't good enough. So when Luna was at $40, he decided that since it was going to the moon, that he would take his sweet, sweet ETH from Celsius and bridge it over and convert it all to Luna. And so 
while this boy converted his Ethereum to Luna and started doing a bunch of DGEN shit, acquiring tens of thousands of dollars of NFTs on this chain and doing a lot of DGEN things in Prism Protocol and looping on Anchor to acquire more Luna because you could never have enough Luna, so they said. But then terrible things happened. It was his birthday weekend. He went away to a cabin in the middle of the woods in Utah with no internet service. And the DPEG happened. I did mushrooms, so I couldn't even function. I couldn't even exit any of my positions, even on the roof of the fucking little cabin that I was in. And so despite Hey, that's all, okay, though. Some of us were sober and we couldn't exit either. <laughs> well, yeah. And so despite it all, I was able to salvage some. And I then took that USD that I had and I put it into what I thought was safe USDC on the Invest Voyager platform. And then no later than about three weeks in, that platform was also fucking confiscated. So my Bitcoin on Celsius, most of my crypto investments on Luna, and then finally my USDC on the Voyager debit card, along with probably 40,000 BGX tokens at an average price of $1.50 on the Invest Voyager app, were all locked up. And so here I am, just a pleb in the cosmos trying yeah, to get by. So why, why are you still here? Clearly, you're not good at this. Truth. <laughs> What's keeping you here? That's why you need to go to Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Stay away from these crap coins, Shrew. I can't, I can't do Bitcoin, Mayor. My Bitcoin is locked up on Celsius. Shrew is doing better than most people, Luna, because he didn't try to pay back his loan, unloop it. Um, he, he benefited from it compared to most people, and he hit the trifecta. However, you didn't get wrecked on your 401k investment in Voyager stocks like I Wait, did hold on, on hold top up. of that. Wait, fairness, but I kind of did because I did take out a $25,000 401k loan to buy Luna. Um, yeah, so that didn't, that didn't work out so great. However, it kind of did work out so great because I really only had 500 Luna that I actually purchased. And then because of the DGEN shit that I was doing, I got about a one, I got about an 1100 Luna airdrop because I was like looping and doing weird fucking DGEN shit. So I, and, and since then I've actually acquired more Luna. So I actually, I was actually talking with Varma about this earlier today. I really only need Luna to go up to like, eh, maybe like 30 to 40 bucks. And I will, I will be a, I will be a, a, a man who has been made whole. And honestly, like shout out to you kit like i remember like a lot of those bgx spaces that we were in like i know you were there in a lot of those and you're like one of the you were one of my vgx homies too um but yeah like i know kit's been through what it happened? as well with the so. new name right what go. happened to big t i ain't seen him around he was <laughs> doing a lot of spaces let's oh. fucking go <laughs> <laughs> all right so i did not change my name i'm still the baroness but i am 
actually mixed my real name, which is Kit, with the Baroness. And I just got done playing Fortnite with Robert. Ooh. Yo. Yeah, well, as far, <laughs> as far as those shill spaces go, yeah, as far as, like, the, the previous community for VGX Heroes, like, the, the whole Heroes community, a tight niche group, uh, Big T, he never was associated to the Heroes, but because it's VGX and Voyager, yeah, but uh, I... If you all don't understand who I am, I just hang out in different communities and I try getting along with everybody. Yeah, no, it's 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 cool that you've like you've come over to the cosmos a bit. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know too many other people that have been uh, triple wrecked. I feel like we should form a club. Um, and honestly, I think I could say that I was almost quadruple wrecked because VGX and, and Voyager was actually bought or they they were under agreement with FTX to be purchased. And then obviously Sam Bankman fried was, you know, fucking everyone, including all the people in Congress. Um, and so technically I was, oh, I, I maybe we were, four, I was four time wrecked. I don't, I don't know. Cause the, the chance of me getting back my funds from FTX at like, you know, whatever 70 cents on the dollar or whatever it was going to be. Um, but now apparently Binance and but what a story arc though, right? Down horrendous, the Shroot Buck story. A boy getting Gretzkied for all he was worth and making it all back. Cause you know what ended up happening? Those Luna tokens, they went back to a hundred dollars. Doe won the bet, and we all lived happily fucking ever after in Busan. This fucking story, Shroot fucking story sounds like a fucking suicide note, didn't it? there's there's a personal edge to that that i'm that i haven't included which was Hit your manifesto um, my, my all of the mental health therapy he's gone through since <laughs> well that and like my my live-in girlfriend at the time with a five-year-old kid that i was dating for a year and a half also left me during that so like there was that edge to it yeah, I should definitely be hanging from a ceiling fan somewhere in like a fucking cheap motel room somewhere. Please, please. Um, dude, we got the squids, dude. We got the squids to take care of the squid army, the squid squad. But, please don't do it. Yeah, so I, no, I'm, I'm just saying like shit. And I understand that for some, it's always worse for someone else. And I, I, I definitely recognize that. But like, listen, what? I don't know. All I'm saying is bad. Yeah, it was actually pretty fucking terrible. But again, I you're my someone else. And thank you for being my someone else. True. Thank you for that. I never played with more than I could lose and still comfortably get by with. And I have two cats that I live for. And they're probably literally the only reason why I haven't off myself. Um, Anyway, yeah, no, the cats will eat you if you die and you don't don't leave them enough food. They will eat you. So definitely that's good. But anyways, my point behind saying this to this room of people is that if you are ever in a very bad place and you need someone to talk to, I'm attached to my phone like it's a fucking fifth, well, sixth appendage of my body. Um, So please reach out to me. I've been in some really fucking dark places, both in the Navy and in my personal life. So if you ever need to chat about anything, 
I'm I am here to listen. If you need that extra push over the edge, Schrute's got a story that'll push you right over. Yeah, (laughs) listen to this depressed fuck. (laughs) I've been in some pretty fucking dark places, and even though Luna is is gone, I'm still paying it off through my 401k loan. So, um, did you get uh, did you get groomed, Schrute? Did you get groomed off uh, Tony Tony Johnny for the Voyager craft? Did you? What's that? that? Who groomed you? How did you get involved in Voyager? Um, what the fuck made you even think about it, you pleb? I honestly, I, I mean, I think I fell into like a big tea space and they started shilling it and the debit card and all this, like the tokens seemed, I, yeah, I, I, I don't really rec- remember. I think I was, yeah. You drank the Kool-Aid in Black Tony. If you go to terraspaces.org and search Voyager, you can actually find the exact space that onboarded Schrute and and find and listen <laughs> to how excited he was, thinking he was going to be in that top tier, getting Are those you gonna sweet, make a lifetime movie about it. He, yes. he was speaking tongues and everything. It was amazing. Dude, honestly, two out of my three rugs are sponsored by El Chepi, I bet. Because I think Sefi Sefi was probably chilling in a fucking Voyager space, and I went in and I drank the Kool Aid. Fucking, they saw me coming from a mile away. He's like, "Listen, you can do this loop over here, and then you get this card, and you'll just earn percentage points. It's like flyer miles over here. Your life insurance policy, full term. However, Sefi. However, Sefi. Sefi. I don't know if it was me or Sefi. But one of us brought the other one to Cosmos Spaces. So the story comes full circle. And honestly, the only reason, the only reason I probably didn't get, I mean, obviously I got fucked with no lube and all of the investments that I made. But the only reason that I didn't really get fucked with, uh, and I I don't, I don't, I'm not going to describe some graphic uh, version of that, is because I started probably in about end of February, early March, doing some late night fucking lounges with the Cosmos Spaces team with fucking Gaines and Tricky and Mayer. And I remember their voices very distinctly fucking walking Sefi through all of his fucking tens of thousands of dollars worth of airdrops that he had. And I was like, wow, this Cosmos seems like a cool place. And I, and I partially why I'm, I'm, still afloat is because i started transitioning some funds into cosmos via adam and secret and stars i think like i was one of the original minters for the stargaze platform with like stargaze punks and shit like that and uh so i actually started diversifying uh my luna bag to the cosmos before prior to the dpeg in may so honestly um you know Gains and gains and crew kind of saved me from all my grief. Uh, I mean, not as much as I wish I had saved, but you know, I would say like twenty percent of what I had in Luna made it to the cosmos, and you know, it's only down ninety percent now instead of ninety nine percent. So, you know, potato, potato. What? Happy, yeah, uh, happy birthday! By the way, Gaines, I didn't, I didn't manage to say happy birthday to you, bro. So I just want to say happy birthday to uh, Cosmos Spaces from the Rock Gang. Okay, dude. Well, I'm coming forward to see you. Very impressive, mate. You've had a great twelve months, haven't you? You've, you've shed some of the fat 
streamlined your operation, got rid of some plebs, and now you guys are back in business, yeah? Fucking great to see. Love it. And the, the other thing that's great to see too, guys, um, I'm going to get a little bit sentimental, you know, is seeing a lot of us, um, you know, find, find our way in Cosmos and, and find a way to build in Cosmos. It's so fucking exciting, guys. I can't wait. I can't without wait. being a shiller. You mean, you mean without being a fucking dirty shiller, right? Without being a self-promoting fucking prick. That's what you're talking about, right? Doing it the Where whole have you been way. all my life? I just love you so much. Why can't I find a man like you here in California? He's too <laughs> tall for you, honey. He's too tall for you. You gotta go more East Coast if you want to find someone that has more dark humor. Wait a minute. I just can't even find a time to jump in. I just love listening to all this. <laughs> and Gaines, I actually, earlier, when the space first started and everyone was wishing you happy birthday, I couldn't talk because I was playing games. But I won't ever forget your birthday now because it's the same as my son's. Well, it's not my birthday. It's the Cosmo Spaces. Oh, uh, oh, actually- Cosmo Spaces. I won't forget that now. Wait, this isn't your birthday? No, I just got a kid. I thought it was Gaines's birthday. I'm out of here. Let's go. That's awesome. Awesome place to share the birthday with your son. That's that's still good, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. He told us it was all his birthday. Such a fucking liar. Whoa. Hey, hold on. Kid, the 20. Kid, were you at Cosmoverse? Cosmoverse earlier today? I, I don't fucking remember. <laughs> Every- Cosmoverse was like the blockchain meeting in Colombia this past. Uh, oh, oh no, no, definitely not. Go ahead, Robo. How about Turkey? How about Turkey, Kit? Are you going to Turkey? Are you? Because I'm fucking not. Robo, why not? I'll not be spending it. Am I going to be the only person in Istanbul drinking tea and Turkish coffee and just waiting for coffee? There'll be a lot of people there, Sandy. There'll be a lot of people there. I literally... No, but I'm going to Australia in August for the um, IPO meeting. Oh, hi. Um, What's happening? Where's this? (laughs) You're on a kangaroo ride. He's got some kangaroos, you know, where you put the saddle and that on and go for a ride, kid. (laughs) Fucking great. Why do you need a saddle? Can't you just go in their pouch? Oh, that'd be all gooey and shit. Gooey. <laughs> Robo. Gooey? Why is it gooey? No, what? Uh, Robo. So are you- oh, are you- I love watching videos of rescued kangaroos who turn around and pet and kiss the humans. They're so cute. They're fucking evil. Kangaroos. Don't trust a kangaroo, please. Don't slap you up with you- that kid. Have you ever fucking looked at a fucking kangaroo when they're like masculating? Well, they're like backed up and they're pumping up their fucking chest. It's fucking scary as shit. I've been slapped in the face by one about three foot tall, a little baby, and he fucking knocked me on the floor. Like I I bent down to give him some food. I mean, missus was feeding him from one angle and I came in from the other side. He just turned around and fucking slapped me straight across the face, a little bastard. I'll tell you what, I had his handprint on my face for like two days after. Little cunt. I'm surprised you're not scarred. Their claws are nasty. Well, listen to him. He's clearly scarred. That's stayed with him <laughs> his whole life. I was going to say, is that why you're like the way you are? <laughs> Ungrateful bastard. I paid like a dollar for his food. Ungrateful little bastard, man. I must have scared him or something, like, because he was like right into the missus. He was enjoying himself, you know. 
And then I was like, let me get some action. And I must have freaked him out a little bit and caught him on his blind side and just turned around, kapow, straight in the cheek. Sometimes you got to be tough, dude. You know what? Two months ago, I got attacked by a pit bull. And it was a male pit bull who still had his testicles. He went after my little dogs. And it was like, okay, I can't run. Because if I run, I'm fucked. I'm going to have to just stand my ground. So I like stood there and got as mean as I could. And I'm like, no, bad dog, get away. And you know what? I fucking made it out of there without him biting me because his owner had like let his leash loose while he was rummaging through the trash. It was a homeless guy who'd come in the complex property to go through the trash and, and let go of the leash. And so I, I either got lucky or I can be really mean if I have to be. Sandy, you need to learn Gaelic. Dogs, dogs really only understand Gaelic. If you, if you understand Gaelic, you, you could have talked to the dog and you would have listened. He would have just sat down in front of you like a little kid. You can, you can charm dogs if you speak Gaelic. Oh, like the singing, the calling even, of the cows? I don't even, I don't even want to know where Robbo's going to go with this one. I'm just going to take my AirPods out. I just like Fucking Sandy already. Dog. She sounds feral as fuck. Am I the only one at high as a fucking giraffe pussy in this space? Am I the only one? <laughs> no, I got you. I got you. Oh, you're not high either. I feel oh like God. I got contact high just listening to you all. <laughs> I've never thought to phrase it quite quite the way you just did, Gaines, but I'm with you. <laughs> how, did, how did you say that? I didn't catch it all. He said, I'm the only one that what? I the only one. Fleeting moment in history. Am I the only one not high in this space? <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Oh, I thought you said I thought you said hi. No, I'm I'm definitely hi. I'm sorry. I thought I'm, I thought rolling, one. <laughs> I'm rolling one as we speak. It's lunchtime. It's time. Let's go. I'm pretty fucking crossfaded, and I got what is it, Robo? The bag of wine, the the bobu or whatever. The oh, the goon, the, the goon. goon. Yeah, I'm on the goon. I'm on the goon, brother. Yeah. On the What's, goon. What is bag goon? Wine? Is, Goon is Aboriginal for pillow. So what happens is the Aborigines that buy the five litre box of wine, they drink it, they get mortal, and they're all homeless. So what they do is at the end of the night, they blow the bag of wine up and use it as a pillow. So in Aboriginal, in Aboriginal, goon means pillow, and they all sleep on the... Uh, serious? Ugh, don't do it. So, Amanda, the, the boxes of wine that you buy, if you actually open the box, there's a bag inside no, that. I've- and that's I have they... not, nor will I ever drink bagged or boxed. <laughs> okay, well, listen, I thought that way too, and then I lost. Did you not hear my story of loss? Okay, listen. This All boy I can got afford, Gretzky, okay? Amanda, I... is fucking boxed wine. I'm sorry. I... I can't afford these fancy glass bottles okay, like you people Boone's that were in the cosmos the whole time. Before... I have to buy Boone's. fucking box wine. <laughs> okay. Like a fucking pleb. Before... And then you know what I do? And you know what I do before I go to bed at night? I drink all the wine so I can blow it up and have something to sleep on when I cover myself up with my McDonald's fucking wrappers to fucking stay warm. Oh my God. Okay, so before I hang out with you, then this is a big if. I have one question. Take a shower. First, <laughs> one question: Do you put ice cubes in your wine? Please, for the love of God, say no. Holy oh my fuck, god! I'll, listen, I'll shoot him in the face. Listen, I'm not that much him. of a. Oh my blip. god! I have good. Oh. I am sophisticated. Okay. 
I just prefer. Isn't that a wine spritzer? Isn't that like you know they they I used to wait tables when I was younger and and, and they would take wine and add like seven up and put <gasps> ice cubes. That's a crime. So, so I will say, if it is the morning oh and I would like to have don't some wine, it. just don't. I pour some wine into a glass, oh, and then I oh, crack oh. open a cranberry lacroix. <laughs> oh, jeez. And I fill it half and half, and I have a nice wine spritzer. You know, if I want to spend spend a nice early afternoon on my porch looking out upon all the people, uh, you know, and I want a little, you know, a little spritz, you know? Dude, I'm getting Lorna. I'm getting Lorna vibes. We we used to make wine, homemade wine coolers before they made wine coolers, and just do Sprite or Seven Up mixed in with. Oh, you just took wine. me back to the '80s now, girl. Yeah, what's a wine cooler? Out, it was the '80s. Can somebody tell me what it was? It's a wine cooler. I'm totally oblivious to what a fucking wine cooler it's is. Bartles, Bartles and Seagram's. Bar- yeah, Seagram's, Bartles and James. It's a cheerleader beer. If you guys could direct your attention to the nest, Pepe Casso has posted Schrute's living situation currently. Thank you, Pepe oh, Casso. I was, avoiding, I was avoiding the nest because fucking that Cleb Mir had his fucking referral link for some shit up there. Nah, the spam bots got rid of that. We have the spam oh, bots. Hold on, hold on. Listen, listen, listen. I just listen, want to listen. like squeeze your face now, you poor thing. Listen. Don't feel bad for him. Don't, don't do it. Yeah, I don't need any. Listen, he did this to I himself. tell my story. I tell my story. But I'm I'm doing a okay. I'm I'm it's clear, I'm not living on an air mattress. It's clearly it's a stream lord. He's making bank. Well, I mean, Shrewd's story I can relate to, and I'm not gonna give in to any sympathy. I'm just like playing the smalls violin for him. Oh, I don't tell my story to like feel bad. I like actually find a lot of comedy in my story. The fact that I like made terrible decisions multiple times in a row and they all like yeah. came to fruition around the same well, time. I, I'm just gonna like razz on you hardcore because you're you know you're a navy so that's no that's he's alright. <laughs> the all only right, part of my story that I boy. like feel bad about the is the fact that my lady left me during it all, which was just that was the Fuck part her. that like that like Fuck her. That was the oh yeah no fuck her for sure and I mean she made the she made a choice you know oh <laughs> so, so sure, right we're making him a martyr music. now he's a martyr of the group of like a, a new age Marilyn Monroe where if you can't take me at my worst you can't take me at my best is that what's going on no but it was still her best like despite the fact that I lost what I did she was still doing we were still doing okay life was still. Okay. Um, did it set the clock back a little bit? Probably, but I, I, trust me, I'm not. Uh, I drink bag. I drink bag wine by choice. Oh my not because god! I have yeah, to. we can't hang out. That's how you know he's a pleb. I drink this shit by choice. <laughs> well, listen, I'm not going to defend boxed wine. I don't drink wine <laughs> Thank you. enough That's to like. No, I'm true. Gonna... Have you ever filled your camelback with boxed wine just to yes. sneak into places? Oh, yeah. All right, you are such a plug. Oh my god, I can't. All right, is anybody else raise of hands if you're coming to East Denver and you'd like to hang out? Wow, and bring your camelback, dude. Are you ditching me already, Amanda? Are you ditching me true. already? I, I really like to drink good wine, so 
So Shrew, you've you've been through this before, okay? Um, this this is just live on a spaces in front of you, you know, twenty of your friends and colleagues instead of just one on one. I I can't believe that you. Um, first off, Amanda, sure. What I go, I've been to many wine festivals. I am a wine connoisseur, if you will, <laughs> and connoisseur. Fucking plebis, wine plebis, all that fucking jeez. We call them alcoholics here, but <laughs> go on, go on. What's your favorite variant of a box wine? Not not the brand, <laughs> but the actual like where it comes from. Frenzia, Frenzia. Um, <laughs> First off, no, listen, listen. Frenzia if I was drinking Frenzia, if I was drinking Frenzia, you would have every right to fucking jive me right now. But first Can off, I, I only oh. drink black box. And I drink the Malbec from Chile. Thank you. Oh, so you like a light to medium bodied flavor with uh, plenty of tannins? Shoot, I'm just kind of curious. How much wine does that air mattress hold? I mean... That's a 64 gallon bad boy right there. The vinegar smell is... They're going to have to come up with a a new name other than the goon. So I don't know what the aborigine word for mattress is. But that's the word that they'll have to use. Yeah, he blames that on the box wine for his bed smelling like vinegar. Listen, if you've had the black box Malbec, then you can participate in this conversation. It's one of the better, cheaper, I'm just drinking by myself kind of wines that is a-okay. If I'm having company over, I'm not a fucking retard. (laughs) And I go out and buy a nice fucking bottle of wine. Oh, yeah. Come on, then, Shrew. Impress us. Impress, Impress us. When you go for a ball, uh-huh. say you've got friends coming over, Amanda and Robbo's coming over for a fucking cheese plate fucking party. For right? Uh-huh, exactly. We're so, coming over for the Believe it or not, so what, Argentina, what are you buy Argentina has very good red wines that I appreciate. Um, one of the ones that I also buy here is from Australia, mate. Um, Australia actually has some pretty good uh, red wine. Tell me, who? who have, what manufacturer? What have manufacturer you ever bought pretty? wine from uh, Aldi? Because surprisingly, for how cheap it is, it's actually some of the best wine made around the areas. Well, in the in the Aldi. in the seemingly free state of Utah, which is run by conservatives, and I'm air quoting here. Unfortunately, I have to buy all of my liquor at a fucking state-run store because the Mormons run the state. So, no offense to any you Mormons. Get, I love ID. them. They're very kind ID. people. They're a very kind people, but they just impress their will upon the populace. So, if you're a Mormon, okay. you get ID. In defense of you the Mormon ID. people, Every I time. was. It was. If it wasn't for the Mormons, I probably would have been beaten up really bad during the hostage crisis. When Iranians took Americans hostage, I used to like get beat up and spat on in school, but there was only one person who was nice to me. Her name was Janice and she was a Mormon and she took me under her wing and would walk me home. And if anybody tried to mess with me, she would stand up. So as far as I'm concerned, the truest Christians are the Mormons that actually she was training you. She was training you to be a pusher for the soaking party. <laughs> Dude, you know what's funny? The Mormons. The so there's a place here in Salt Lake called Temple Square, which is like 
the the mecca of Mormonism, right? Like, first off, Mormonism was founded here by Joseph Smith. He came down upon the mountain. He's like, let me settle this land for my people uh, after being literally driven away, like all the way across the United States. And so they settled here in Salt Lake in the valley. And um, so there's this place called Temple Square, which is where they have like one of the major temples. Uh, and they have all this like Mormon like history museums and like, uh, you know, facilities for them and, and think this, that and the other. So when my dad came out to visit me one time, it was around the holidays, uh, we went because he wanted he was interested. And so like, it's a very touristy kind of thing that you do. Like when you like, if you're from out of state, you go visit Temple Square. And like during Christmas, they have like the lights up and all this shit. And they have the Mormon Tabernacle Choir that does like practices that you can go listen to. And so I bring my dad and we go and we go listen to like them sing their Christmas songs and shit like that. And then we start walking around. And so Mormons, I'm sure a lot of you may or may not know, but they have these things called missionaries that try and like literally recruit you into the church. And I'm not going to lie. Every Mormon missionary in Temple Square is the most beautiful woman that you have ever seen in your entire life. And their whole goal is to honeypot you into Mormonism because my dad was like, just so like, my dad was so like into talking to every single one that we came encountered with and was like, oh yeah, I'm here visiting out of state. I might move out here. And I'm like, you might move out here? What the fuck are you talking about, bitch? You just brought a house in Florida. And he's just like, they're just like, their whole job is to send the most attractive Mormons to Temple Square fucking Salt Lake City, United States, and they just fucking spew the fucking word of Joseph Smith to all these fucking poor touristers, and they lure in these old fucking men to fucking move to Utah and convert to Mormonism so they can fucking tithe their 10 to 15% to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And they force them onto, all the ugly people, they force onto Antelope Island. Mormon. I'm not gonna lie, though, like, the, the, the most beautiful women... Like, I mean, some of them were like fucking because they're cause, so Mormons. I don't know if you know this, but they go on these things after they graduate high school called a mission. And that mission is essentially them assigning them to a location for two years to essentially go spread the word and re essentially recruit people for Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So Mormon. Well, the one thing and is, in, in seriousness, is the age group. So because all women uh, being well kept at you know in grooming by the the church at a certain age that they they push them out to society and then once they're at a you know meant to go back to their colonies you never see them ever again i i don't care they were the most beautiful women that i've ever seen and honestly like you know i'm only going to give this dating scene out here in utah a couple more years before i'm just like I just roll up to Temple Square, find me a super hottie, and just be like, hey, I'll convert for you, baby. And then that'll be it. <laughs> They're like NFTs, though. You have to trade them, and you're sharing. I, I have to back you up on the attractiveness of them. I, I was uh, working, I was doing like a volunteer thing in Haiti in like 2010, and uh, it wasn't a Mormon thing. It was an uh, independent organization, but there happened to be a Mormon guy there. And he was just this like gorgeous, blonde, tall, perfectly fit guy that had like never had a beer, never had a coffee, like, you know, did, I don't know. 
150 push-ups before breakfast or whatever. There's just like every single person on the trip just like had this huge crush on him. And then he was just like the most polite kind of straight edge. Yeah. Dude, well, anyway, so I don't know. I don't know what you mean about beautiful women, but I've definitely I've seen a really beautiful Mormon guy. I'll tell you that. Dude, they are, and they're the nicest people. So I grew. I all right. I was like, I'm moving I, to Utah, and I'm going to marry one of those gorgeous Mormons. That's it. Because <laughs> I, I can't drink, I can't smoke, and if I have to live with somebody who drinks and smoke, I'll just be fucking jealous. So I, I want a gorgeous, beautiful Mormon man from Utah. They are the nicest people ever. So I moved out here from, so I'm from New Jersey, but I, I lived most of my life outside of the Navy in Philadelphia, like downtown Philly. And um, so when I moved out here, I moved out here kind of blind. I literally just picked a fucking apartment from, you know, Zillow or whatever and moved out here for my job. And when I got out here, so I drove and it was like three days long with my cat in the car and like literally anything that I was like any possession I was bringing out with me. That was it. So I was like in my fucking car with like a rooftop box and like that was it. And so that's what I moved out here with into this like random apartment that I found online. And so I got here and the first day I'm like, OK, well, I guess I need some fucking groceries. So I went to the grocery store and I just had this such a vivid memory. And this is probably like six, seven years ago. I'm in the grocery store and I'm walking around. And I have in like this is a brand new grocery store and I have no idea where anything is. And so I'm like walking literally like up and down every aisle looking like a fucking idiot, like thinking to myself, like, okay, like, well, what are the basics? What do I need to buy? Like, blah, blah, blah. Right. And so, like, during this time that I'm like looking, I, I guess I looked like a fucking foreign idiot, like probably like 10 people. I'm not even like lying about this number. 10 people in that course of like a 20 minute shopping trip came up to me and were like, hey, sir, how are you doing today? How can I help you? Like, is there anything you're looking for? I can tell you what aisle it's in. Like, I'm not even fucking lying. Like 10 people fucking came up and asked me that. And I'm like, uh, no, dude, I'm fine. Like, no, I'm fine. And it's like, because the dichotomy is in Philadelphia, I was the minority where I would go shopping. And when I would go to the grocery store that was closest to my house, I would be lucky if the cashier uh, wasn't like on their phone having a conversation with someone, probably like their baby daddy or something, like chatting them up, like talking about some weird random shit while they were checking me out. And so I was just like, wow, this is like a really weird place. And it took me a really long time to get used to like how like nice the people out here in Utah were compared to like back East. And it was even funny because that like, that like spilled over into like my job because people would be like, um, my boss like took me into work, like her office one day and was like, um, the people out there on the floor are saying you're really like unapproachable. And I'm just like, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I don't think that I'm being a dick to anyone. And they're like, yeah, you just like look angry whenever they like walk past you. And so they don't want to like ask you any questions. Cause like our office started, our office started with like four people and I was one of the four people. And apparently like, I guess I have like, uh, the female equivalent to resting bitch face. And so like, no one would want to come up and like approach me and like, be like, Hey, I need some help with this. And anyways, 
There's no such thing as the female version of RBF. It's just RBF. It's it's versatile. It's non-binary. Well, it can be a squid. I tried to coin it as resting dick face, but then that sounds kind of gay. So um, <laughs> I decided to go against that. Well, when you reference it to yourself in general, then it is very gay. Can I ask hey, one question uh... on your opinion of the Mormons? <laughs> Sorry, before we move on. I know we, we can move on from the Mormons, but I'm so curious. Uh, I've only, I'm, I, I'm not from a, I'm from like a Canada. There are very few Mormons here. I've met them in the international context. Um, but I also find that among people of any kind of um, very like motivated faith, I guess you could say, they have like the best sense of humor about themselves. Uh, at least that was my experience is like, they're very fine with you kind of taking the piss out of them and joking around and stuff. I don't know if you had um, that experience, but I was curious what it's like living there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it honestly, it really depends. So like I, I to, to take it, to steal a quote from, uh, Ford trucks, uh, they're kind of like built different. Um, the Mormons out here are very like strict and like godly people. So there are some that they call like a Jack Mormon where they're like, I believe in the religion, but like, fuck all this ancillary bullshit. Like, you know, I can't drink soda. I can't drink coffee. I can't cuss. I can't, you know, I can only soak with women uh, if you know what soaking is. Um, but so no, I don't know what it is. Somebody oh, please God, tell please me. Don't. Oh no! Uh, so oh God! Oh, God. Don't, don't tell him about the. Don't tell him about the underwear. No. <laughs> just, just look it up. Just Google uh. it. Okay. <laughs> this space will go um, on for woman, another hour. That, that's so it? yeah. So no. Mormons. I would argue Mormons here are like probably like like a Christian in the Vatican or a Muslim in uh you know wherever I I am. I'm too drunk to understand to remember where Mecca is right now. But like, you know what I mean? Like they're if they're if they're Mormon Mormons, like, yeah, like uh it was very hard to start dating out here because you couldn't bring them out to a bar kind of shit. Like Oh god. Yeah, because they don't bars. Drink. Bars, no, and and bars get weird in Utah, man. Like the first time um, I, I've got a bunch of friends in, in Utah. The first time I went to a bar I walk in and I'm like, Hey, can I get a, uh, can I get a beer? And the bartender like looks at the other guys at the bar and goes, um, anybody willing to sponsor this guy? And I'm going, what, what, what just happened here? So, so it, it, at <laughs> bars, uh, you know, and it, I, I don't know if this has changed. This is uh late nineties, but, um, Bars required membership, and you had to buy in as a member. Yeah, so it's it's not that bad. Um, I'll equate it to this. So it's changed even drastically since I've been out here for like six years. The first night that the four, like I said, there was four of us that moved out here together to open this new office that we were doing out here in Salt Lake. And so the four of us got together. We had never met each other before. And we went to this pe- this like popular pizza place to go get um, to go get dinner together to like get to know each other before we started work on like Monday or whatever, right? And so we go in, and one of the guys is a recovering alcoholic, so he's like, "I'm not gonna drink." 
So when we go up, we order our pizza and we're like, oh, can we get a pitcher? But can we also, can we get three glasses? Because he's not drinking. And they said to us, they're like, oh, you can't do, or no, we were trying to get two pitchers. So two pitchers, four, four glasses, right? So we're like, can we only get three glasses? Because one of us isn't drinking. And they were like, oh, no, you can't do that because that's too much alcohol per person. And we were all, we're all from the East Coast, mind you. And so we were like, uh, <laughs> what? And they're like, oh, you can only have, you can have one person, you can have two people drinking per pitcher. So if you're going to only have three people drinking, we can only give you one pitcher. And we were like, well, this guy wants his fucking dark beer or whatever. So like, yeah. And they're like, oh, no. And they're like, do you want four glasses? Because they knew we were a party of four. And we're like, well, this guy's a recovering alcoholic. So we really don't want to give him a glass. And he said he, he said we're OK with like us drinking around him because we asked him like, right, like we're like, hey, are you OK with us like having a drink? And he's like, yeah, fine. <laughs> And so, like, so in order for us to order two pitchers for four people, we were like, yes, please give this recovering alcoholic a glass that he will not <laughs> fill to sit in front of him. So in order to order two pitchers, we had to, like, have four glasses because apparently that was, like, too much alcohol per person. Uh, yeah, it's, man. it's changed a lot. Like, the Main Street, the Main Street downtown, I think when I moved out here, had, like, two bars on it. It probably has like seven or eight on it now in like the last like five, six years. So, I mean, it's it's changing pretty well. Like Utah was one of those states that had this fucking weird 3.2% beer that they could only sell in grocery stores. I think the only other state was like Michigan and like Oklahoma. And, and, like, and probably Colorado for uh, a while. So, yeah, so the, a lot's <laughs> changed out here. And, and most, yeah. and honestly, like it's it's getting... You know, especially during COVID, like a lot of people from California moved over to Utah. So it's becoming more a little bit like uh, lenient when it comes to this weird shit. Like there's a lot of weird liquor laws, like the the place in my development, like since it serves li like there's like there's like six different type of liquor licenses here in Utah. And it's like the liquor license at the building at the restaurant down the street from me, like anyone who enters it has to be 21, even though it's like a family kind of oriented restaurant like it's just so fucking weird um yeah, yeah. man anyways i love the people so, they're, they're super yeah. nice they just got anyways, fucking laws and shit we're, we're we're neighbors i'm in colorado so i spend a lot of time in utah just you know we used to go out there for rock crawling and just having good times so oh nice dude if you're ever out here for like climbing or skiing or whatever just hit me up i'm in like uh so i'm in like south jordan which is like uh like 30 minutes south of salt lake so oh right on yeah we used to spend a lot of time in moab but moab's not moab anymore man it's it's aspen now so yeah no moab's moab's <laughs> legit i love going out to moab for like some winter hikes um if you can get out there and it's pretty pretty easy drive like it's fun to like go out there and take like a fucking four-wheeler out and shit in the snow but um <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure if uh, Kit or Robo had their hand up uh, first. Uh, Robo. Guys... Go on, Kit. Robo. Go on, Kit. No, no, oh. go on, Kit. All right. Well, uh, well backpedaling on uh, what you guys were just talking about and so forth, Utah, that I recall. Um, I, I don't know. It was like an hour away from, it was in between Antelope, the Salt Plains, and um, an hour the other direction towards Snowbird, where I stayed. 
a little small town and everything was being built up and hotels that were partially built. And um, I just remember going into a place and they were still kind of weird. And this was beginning of last year. A little weird about the way that they did their wine distributions and and just their alcohol licensing was strange. So I was just seconding that one. But I was just going to ask, like, I thought, Shrew, I thought you and Gaines were nearby each other. I didn't know that you were all the way up towards Utah. I thought you were here in the, the East Coast or the Midwest. Um, no, I, I own a lot of rentals in the Indianapolis, the metro Indianapolis area. Uh, maybe that's what you're thinking of. Um, and I'm from, like I said, New Jersey, Philadelphia area. Um, but yeah, no, I've been out in Utah for like, I don't know, since 2016, I think. So. And then secondly, since uh, you were in the Voyager community, just hit and miss, when I was out there in Utah and I put out a little, because like the whole meet and greet kind of dealio when I was out there, you did not show up on the radar. Dude, I think I hit you up. I remember you, I remember messaging you when you were, when you came out here. I'll have to scroll through the tape, but I definitely I, hit you up. I, I messaged back everybody. One and I million was like, percent I messaged you. And I was like, I live out in Utah. Uh, all right, fine. Whatever. But anyways, that that goes for most people out here. Like, if you're a fucking couch surfer and you're coming out here to ski, like. Deuces. <laughs> like, as long as you're not a fucking creeper, like, I don't. I don't mind it. I think I'm like 45 minutes from the fucking slopes. So, um, yeah. Anyways, if that's your bag, it's not really my bag. I fucking hate skiing. It's the worst. But that's if that's you. I'll definitely well, have some I, I fucking, was doing. I'll definitely I, have have some fucking post ski beers with you. But uh, as far as going up on the mountain and skiing, like that ain't my shit. So. Well, I, I'm not much of a skier, but I do ski. But I was out there for the mountain climb, or not? Yeah, mountain climbing. And oh, if you come out here to climb, yeah. like if you come out here spring, summer, fall to climb, like I'll, I, I'm a climber, so I will 100% do that with you. So, fuck yeah, I'm only a social climber. Sorry, she's the Billy Goat. She'll be up there with her little clove hooves and just trotting away. Love to hear from Robo. Fucking climbing into bed. That's the only fucking climbing I'm doing. Uh, Shrewd, I, I did want to just touch on the alcohol thing, but listening to you telling your, your sad story, you know, with your cats and that, do you ever worry that you're just going to get old and, like, be known as the crazy cat man? Like, sitting in the park smelling a cat's piss or something. Does that ever worry you, Shrewd? Um, no, because these, the, these are the only two cats that I'll ever own. Um, so... My, I originally, I, I am a, I'm an animal person in general. I feel like people get put into this box that they're like a cat person. Um, I'm an animal person. However, when I lived in Philly with my lady at the time, uh, I traveled like two weeks a month for work. And so I was always gone. And like, she was like, um, not great when i would like leave so i was like well why don't we get a pet and so i wanted a dog and she wanted a dog but we lived on like the ninth floor of this apartment building and i'm like well i don't want to fucking go in and go down the elevator and go outside in the snow and all this bullshit with a fucking dog to like piss and shit you know 
because we didn't even have a balcony or anything like that that we could put some like fake grass on. So at the time I was volunteering at this like animal shelter. It was like a no kill shelter, like a couple blocks from my house that I would like go to after work. And I would spend like a couple hours there, like, you know, like walking dogs or whatever. And so uh, it was kind of like one day, like out of the blue, like they got a cat and they never had any cats. This was a place that housed like maybe like 25 dogs at a time. Like that was like their max capacity. But so at the time they like, they, they had this random ass cat. And like, so I was going for like two weeks to this, this shelter that I like was volunteering at after work. And, and I went just about every day, except maybe like, you know, a couple days during the week or maybe like one, one, two days during the week or like the weekends I wouldn't go. And like, so this cat showed up and like for like three weeks, like, dude, this place had like kids from like a local school come in and like read to the dogs and like do all the shit with the dogs. And like this cat was just in this fucking room by himself for like fucking three weeks. And like no one ever paid him any attention. And so like one day, like I was getting ready to leave. So I would go, I would walk three dogs. My, my routine was I would go, I would walk three dogs. I would walk a dog for 20 minutes each. So I would, I'd be there for about an hour. And I would walk three dogs out of like the, you know, 10 or 20 that they had, you know, it, it obviously varied. And so like one day I was like leaving. I was like, man, no one ever fucking like is even like paying any attention to this fucking cat that's here. And even growing up, I only had dogs like blah, blah, blah. And so like I went into this room with this cat and, uh, you know, he came out and he just like started like showing some affection towards me and like was like very like friendly and nice and i was just like oh okay you're pretty cool so for like a week or so this went by so i would walk my three dogs and then i'd spend like you know 10 minutes with the cat before i would leave and so finally you know my girlfriend at the time she was you know i was leaving for work trips in between all of this right and i was like hey i was like there's this cat at the shelter i was like are you interested in a cat and she's like, no, I don't want a cat. Cats are disgusting, blah, 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 blah. I was like, okay, well, I don't know what you want me to do. I'm not quitting my job. I make good money. I travel two weeks out of the month. So, like, if you want a pet, we can't do a dog. Like, it's just not, like, realistic. And so, like, one day I came over. I was meeting with the cat. And I was just like, dude, this cat is fucking badass. And he's kind of like a dog. Like, cool. So I went home to the lady. And I was like, listen. This cat, they're talking about like fucking euthanizing him or like rotating him to another place. I was like, just come in and fucking spend some time with him and see if you like him. If you don't like him, that's fine. I'll shut up about it. We'll never have to talk about him again. And so like a day or two went by and I kept telling her, I was like, yo, just come look at this cat and I won't, I'll shut up about him. Like they can kill him, you know, like I was kind of trying to guilt her at that point. And so one day I was volunteering and I called her up and I was like, hey, I was like, he's moving tomorrow. So like, please just come in and at least like, just tell me no, you know, at this point, like, just tell me no and I'll shut the fuck up about it and I'll never bring it up again. And so she's like, okay, fine. So she comes over and they have like this little like room that you can go in and like meet and greet with the pets. And so I gave the, the, this cat a pep talk. I was like, yo, dude, I know we're BFFs, but listen. My girl is going to meet you and you need to fucking win her over. Like no matter what you do, ignore the fuck out of me and just fucking pay all attention to her and give her all of your energy. And dude, he delivered. We went into that room and it was like, I did not exist. And that she was 
the fucking best thing on this entire planet. He fucking played with her and purred with her and jumped up and sat in her lap and blah, blah, blah. And he just fucking did it to the fucking nines, dude. And so, yeah. Yeah. And so she left, she left and I was like, okay, well, I'll be home in a minute because I used to ride my bike to the shelter. And I was like, I'll be home in a minute. And so, you know, I cleaned up and everything and I went back home and we started talking about it. And the lady that was actually employed by the shelter, because most of them were volunteers. After we left and after I rode my bike home, she called me and she was like, Matt, ever since you and Nikki left, this cat has been howling in his cage and he's never done this before. Like howling, like, like fucking like cats do. Right. And so, um, so obviously she was on speaker when she was hearing this. And so finally my girlfriend said, okay, let's get him. I literally went back to the shelter that night. I fucking took him home. And then the rest is history. Um, his name is Maurice and he's Very about seven or eight years old. And he's got me through some of the worst moments in my life. And so, yeah, I don't know why I'm telling you the story that I'm a cat person. Oh, cause you said that I was like, going to be some old cat man that like died on a park bench. <laughs> cats or something right like but um i was in a joke it's so, yeah, true so it's true that the uh, people who drink a lot of wine they just become some sort of cat people yeah I'm, I'm not a cat person i don't like to drink wine i like to drink whiskey i like dogs i like dogs too there see this is the problem people think that cat people are anti-dog which i'm not at the time, I lived in a fucking ninth floor apartment with no yard or balcony. So I didn't think that was very fair to a dog. So I didn't buy a dog. However, now I live in a townhouse that also has no yard. So the cat life is, is kind of great for me, uh, especially hey, since I travel. To your, to your uh, defense, I'm a dog person. I'm a scotch snob. And I'm also drinking black box pinot noir tonight so oh see Cheers. dude todd listen my house mi casa su casa when you come out to utah dude we'll have some we'll have all the black box malbec that you'd like <laughs> Do you, you know what what i hear what i what i hear is uh pinot noir and and malbec are actually like genetically related they're like very closely linked in terms of uh lineage so there's and honestly i i can't tell much of a difference between the two so uh, i think that a malbec has like much more like tannins uh especially like after aftertaste so yeah uh, maybe maybe because they're younger i don't know but yeah, so that's the story of my one cat. And then I literally got the second cat because um, scrolling through Instagram, there's like a kill shelter in Utah that had this like little cat that was like the cutest thing I ever saw um, that was on the euthanasia list. Um, and I was traveling for work a, a fair bit. It was a little bit less than my previous job, but I always felt guilty leaving my one cat home alone for like 
a week at a time, like a Sunday through Friday. Uh, so I went and got a second cat and that's, that's where it stays. It's going to stay at two cats. It won't stay at more cats than two. Um, my goal is to eventually own, uh, some property like your man's bubble butt or homestead and have like fucking, I don't know, like five acres or so. And then I'll probably have, uh, many more things other than cats and dogs. So. Broski, I'm still fucking salty over mine leaving. Like, fucking down horrendous, like, can't believe you, man, man. He had such a fucking life ahead of him, man. Like, literally, he had nothing to worry about fucking all his days, man. The dogs loved him, like, we got the puppies, like, he was already in the house when the puppies came along, so he used to, like, boss them around and that, you know? Man, I'll fucking... Five years, five years, and I'm still not over it. Fucking six years this year, in the summer, since he ran away, and I'm still just, like, salty as fuck, like, proper pissed off about that. Like four days I spent on my bike driving around the village shouting his fucking name. And he's named after like Thailand's one most famous beer, which doesn't help like driving around in the rain on your motorbike fucking Leo, Leo, <laughs> Leo Unai. And it's like the number one beer in fucking Thailand. Fuck my life. Never mind. No more cats for Robbo, I've learned. I've had two, both ran away. Fuck, I'm glad I've got dogs and a big fence, I tell you. Yeah, honestly, like, I mean, they're they're pretty good at uh, you know finding their way home. So like, I wouldn't be surprised if someone either nabbed him or uh, unfortunately, you know, they became a cat pancake. But Roy didn't have his uh, he didn't have his uh, balls. I'm sure I've seen him like a couple of times lurking around the neighborhood. Like he didn't have his balls off, man. The minute he got up that tree, he was fucking boom gone, ratting all over the neighborhood. <laughs> good luck to him. Good plenty, look. plenty, plenty of offspring that you <laughs> that you don't know about. <laughs> hey, bro. Uh, well, the other thing I was going to say was listening to you talking about the Mormons and the alcohol. It was really interesting listening to uh, Todd. Was it? Yeah, uh, talking about like going in the bars and sponsors and that. Hey, when I, I don't know if Rama's ever been to the. Is Rama still here or not? No, oh, it's not here. I wondered if he'd ever been to the Northern Territory in uh, Australia. Fucking hell, man, when I crossed that border into there, like, everything just became really mad all of a sudden. Uh, they've got, like, major, major, major problems with their rage and alcoholism in the uh, Aboriginal community. And, like, literally, the alcohol shops are, like, on fucking lockdown. They're, like, Fort Knox. They're only open, like, like for, like, two hours a day or something, right? And you're only allowed in the shop, like, one at a time. And, like, it's all, like... No windows or anything. The whole thing's just like either boarded up or whatever, right? And it's like, shit, my battery's going to go. One minute. And uh, the only open for two hours a day, you've got to fucking get to your ID and all that, like copies of your fucking passport or whatever. But uh, there's that, like, many problems and sort of, like, restrictions on, right? They the had to ban uh, Listerine. Do you, know, do you know Listerine? You know the mouthwash? Anyone know Listerine? Do you guys yeah. do that? Yeah, we got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. They ended up in the Northern Territory. No shit, you can't buy Listerine. It's banned under fucking federal law because all the fucking Aborigines, when they couldn't get the booze, because uh, obviously they're really poor as well, the fucking were buying the kids in that, like 11-year-old kids, ordaining on fucking bottles of Listerine and shit. It's fucking mad. Like proper, proper fucking raging alcoholics. They, they drink the box wine, what Goon's on about. And the fucking start fighting, stabbing each other in the street and everything. 
One night I seen a mother stab like a fucking son. He must have been about, I don't know, 15, 16 or something. Like she stabbed him in the fucking chest with this little like pen knife about fucking 14 times. And he's just like standing there off his fucking face while, while she's stabbing him in the fucking chest. But proper mad restrictions. Like I've never been anywhere where like alcohol's like 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 that unless it's been a Muslim country, you know. Yeah, that's why I asked like what what is the scene gonna be like in Istanbul? Like because if I'm gonna go out there, like I at least wanna have a fucking couple nights that I'm fucking having a rager, you know, like and have a good time. But if it's like a fucking if I'm gonna have to like drink in fucking secret or some shit. And it's treated like a fucking, you know, uh, whatever. Like, then I definitely won't be going. Um, we should just organize our own. We should organize our own variation for all the fucking cool people who are not plebs and just have a run in Bali or Bangkok or something. Then fucking hit the town. Yeah, that's why. That's why I asked. Like, is it like because if it's a dry fucking country, then like, I mean, I'm not saying that the only reason I'm going is to fucking party. But like, if you're going to one of those things, like you definitely want to have a fucking a fun time after hours. So like, I don't know. That would definitely be a, a key. Well, I wouldn't go. Show up or not. Kid, you I don't think they would have Cosmoverse in a place where you can't have alcohol. So they, they, they wouldn't hold Cosmoverse in a dry country. I mean, Cosmoverse last year, holy cow, the parties every night. I mean, I, I don't drink, but, I'm sure they're going to have plenty of uh, drinks for everybody. I'm concerned about the human rights abuses that are being carried out there by the Turkish uh, administration, mate, and, and that dictator that's in power. Like, like, I'm sorry, like, I just can't agree with the principles of that country at all. That, that's mine. It's like, like the CCP. It's just, I wouldn't go to China and spend oh, my I'm money so there. I'm so glad you them. brought that up. I have been so I'm not going tongue not to saying Turkey. anything because I'm going to go to Turkey and if anybody listens to this I'm going to get fucked up over there but my relatives are Kurdish and if you know what the Turkish government's done to the Kurdish people then you know Holy what I'm talking fuck. about yeah yeah the PKK yeah the PKK right it's all right yeah dude they came the to the Kurdish. United States like their their you know their leader oh, was no. here during the Trump administration and their secret police fucked up the Kurdish people in Washington, right. D.C. Here, on our soil, yeah. they did that. And I'm like, yeah. what the heck? You know, it's one thing to do it in your country, but you're going to come over here and fuck up U.S. citizens who are protesting? You know, using, oh, yeah. but you know what? Stateless. CIA will fix them up later real good. Because I have a friend Kurdish. who told me, he's like, oh, it ain't over. They're going to take care of that. Yeah, Kurdish are stateless, right? Like, like that, that's what you classed as, yeah, isn't it? And then stateless, stateless yeah. people, yeah. yeah. Kurdish people, but, like but you know, resisting and trying to, you know, have freedom. And you know what? They are like the best friend to the United States and the free people because they've actually, yeah. you know, they're mountain people. And they live in all that region. They, they, you know, the Kurdish people live and in Iran, Turkey, Syria, and Iraq. So what they yeah, did yeah. is when they discovered oil, they divided up Kurdistan. Otherwise, Kurdistan would be one of the richest nations on the face of the earth. But when they drew those random lines, they did not want the Kurdish people to be in one country. And that's why they've been uh, you know, ostracized and picked on by every government. 
And you know who drew the lines, don't you? I know the piece of paper you're talking about, and, and I know the red and the blue lines. You know who drew them, don't you? Stalin well, and yeah, it was, Churchill. It was, it was the British and yeah. the Americans the and the Russians no, 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 together no. those lines. No, no, the Americans weren't uh, counted in, dividing up the Middle East. They, they, they excluded them. Churchill and Stalin excluded them uh, at Yalta, I think it was, on the night time. Your man had uh, went to bed. Uh, oh, what's his name again? Uh, oh, Canella, I forgot his name. Uh, Roosevelt, right? He'd, uh, he'd went to sleep and then Churchill, because he was quite sick, wasn't he, Roosevelt, at the time? And Churchill and uh, Stalin sat up in the study and they basically both got pissed. And like uh, Stalin had a red pen, Churchill had a blue pen, and Churchill like had like a map of like uh, Arabia, etc., or whatever they call it at the time. And basically, like Churchill drew some lines, and then he passed the paper to Stalin. Stalin drew some lines on it, and then they kind of like, right, okay, we'll go with that then. And that was that was it basically. That's how they fucking divided up the Middle East. Terrible story, <laughs> really. No, no, I don't want to go to college. Hold on, wait. That's Let me jump in. I don't want to go now. I gotta, I gotta run. I'm gonna head to bed. I've contributed nothing tonight, but Gaines, Eric, no tricky's not here. Congratulations on a year. You guys are the best. Um, I've just like once again had a brilliant, beautiful night just listening to everybody in here. So keep doing your thing, and yeah, gotta Appreciate run. But thank you. Thanks, and congrats. Thank you, Timmy. Yeah, can I'm I add bomb now? I, I don't want to go I- to Cosmoverse. <laughs> I'm going to have to change the subject. Can anybody uh, fill me in a little bit at all about uh, Secret and about uh, Torbear? Does anybody know anything uh, about this OTC deal? Did it did it go south? Does it, can anybody fill me in a little bit? Does anybody know more than me? He's, he said if he can clear it with the lawyers, he's going to come on a space. I've been speaking to him. Ro- Robo, I, kid, kid had her hand up, though. I don't know if she had Oh, sorry. Sorry, dude. That. It's all right. Sorry. sorry. No, I wasn't going to interrupt the cadence, but um, I was just going to ask some quick helpful questions about stream or uh, Twitch, but I'm just going to get off. But congratulations, guys. Good night. What? What? I'm just kidding, Kit. Good night, Kit. Thanks for stopping by. Nice meeting you, Kit. I'll see everybody around. Don't drink any of those wine spritzers. Take care, darling. Just wine coolers. Oh, and don't forget Rakafem, kid. Don't forget Rakafem this week. What time? What time are they? Because I wake up and I always catch the ass end. Eight eight EST. So I don't know if where you are. I don't know if you're on the west coast or whatever, because it'll be really early over there. Yeah. (laughs) I'll make it. Good night. Good night. night, I'm gonna say good night too, and. Happy anniversary. May you have a prosperous, wonderful year ahead. And I will be supporting you and coming to your spaces as much as I can. Have a good night, everybody. Thanks, Sandy. Good night. God bless you. God bless you, Sandy. Mormonsonly.com. Isn't it nice to have You know I'm going to well. go now. <laughs> listen, listen. If you're a Mormon lady, just hit me up first before you hit up all those other sites, you know? Farmersonly.com. That's the one that she was talking to about right there. Honestly, I would take a farm girl. I ain't I ain't I ain't too proud to beg, you know. That you'll not be hitting a farm girl in you not be hitting a farm girl in Thailand, I'll tell you. You'd be avoiding them like the fucking plague son. 
What the? Yeah, probably because they got a fucking dick between their fucking legs. No, you'll be building them a fucking house in the middle of fucking nowhere, I tell you. That's what I want, dude. I want to live in the middle of nowhere. Fuck that. Nah. Not in fucking Thailand. Do you know what I'm telling you? Mate, all the farmers there are poor as shit. Like, honestly, they haven't got a pot of pissing or a window to fucking throw it out of. Tell you. Robo back I warned to the dude about the secret stuff. I was just looking into what um what Tor responded on that forum. Yeah. Oh, his response. <clears throat> uh, right. So basically, he's he's basically kind of like almost using legal privilege, isn't he? He's hiding behind the wall of like legality and lawyers. I mean, I don't even know if he's actually. I presume if he's got the money, he's seeking uh, proper like legal, you know, registered legal help. If that's just him trying to blag it, but he's. You know, if you listen to his tone, he's like, well, it's all about how the foundation moves forward, how we implement these things. No, 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 mate. Let's figure out. Let's, let's go back and let's do some root cause analysis. Let's talk about preventive action and corrective action like you fucking pleb. Like you've cashed out how fucking much off the fucking books. And I mean, the thing is, Apparently, what I'm hearing on one hand is there's an OTC deal went south and he's been ripped. And on the other hand, I'm hearing that's not true. Uh, and then there's also like the fucking third one, isn't there? That, 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 that the, the, the rip off of the OTC is part of like the bigger, wider con. How does, I mean, uh, I know that Nordfather has been commenting on it. And uh, did you see the video yesterday, Gaines? See that video? Sitting, talking about tour in the restaurant, and the restaurant bar or whatever it was. I have not even read the first all the all the way on that forum yet, so I am out of the loop on all this stuff. New new news. Yeah, I put it in the group chat yesterday. I put the video in the group chat yesterday where they're talking about the uh, tour. I mean, he set the foundation up, and it was supposed to be going to run as a bit of non for profit, and then allegedly he's totally nutly like fucking circumvented that somehow and got people like internally to agree. And just be it was in the position to fucking cash out. Like, I think uh, the figure is round about 2.6 something million. But they were saying, like, uh, what was it? Uh, mid, mid to high seven figures altogether that the secret foundation, uh, sorry, the secret network said. The actual, like, protocol. Because oh, really? we're separating the two things, aren't we, Gaines? We're separating the secret foundation from, like, the secret protocol itself, right? Mm. The people who run the actual protocol. The foundation was run, like, you know, obviously by plebs like Tor. Dude, I didn't know in the secret community because I've never been in there. I didn't know they had a nickname like called like the bare minimum. Did you know about that? No. Like based on his name. Uh, that, that, that was a standing joke in the secret community. Apparently the bare minimum. But like I heard some of the things Rama was saying about the secret telegram group where if anybody was shitting on them on Twitter, the army was fucking signal to come out and you know spam the comments, etc. Like there've been a bunch of plebs for such a long time, but apparently Tor's not alone, isn't he? Working with that Brendan guy, who's you know Mister Fucking Anon. Anyway, look. However, this works out. Someone's being exposed as fucking being frauds, or being reckless or careless, and like a big finger of this has to be pointed at, like the secret network itself rather than just the foundation. So, I mean, they're all fucking intrinsically connected to one another, right? You can't separate secret the network from the foundation, no matter how much you try and say so. You can't. Mm-hmm. So, like, 
the, the secret network has to take a fucking fair share of the responsibility for letting a bad actor get away with this to this degree. I mean, dude, for, for, for fucking running the foundation for like fucking a couple of years, he's been paid $2.6 fucking million. Are you for real? Come on. Wow. Not from what's supposed to be a non-for-profit. Wow. Wow. Jesus. Exactly. Uh, late, late 2020, I think it was set up, wasn't it? Uh, oh, sorry, it might have been, no, it was April or May 2020 because the first transparency report that was only dropped through a selected Discord channel, I believe, was done in uh, April or May of 2021. That was the first one, that's right. But apparently, I mean, all this shit happened ages ago and people have known about this for fucking ages. Everybody on the inside's known about this. He cashed out towards the end of 2021 or something when uh, Secret was like $7 or whatever. Drew, did you know about up like ten ten dollars. Dude, did you know about all that or not? Uh, oh shoot! What does Todd? What does Todd know? Because Todd runs a secret validator, and Todd knows no I, father. I think I, you know, I, I, no I don't know. I don't know a whole lot. Um, but you know, ha- having been in projects across multiple ecosystems, you know, um, ESIO, Ethereum, a whole bunch of stuff. None of what I'm hearing is surprising. I mean, I've seen, I've seen CEOs cash out crazy money on projects that they shouldn't have. I've seen them try to hide it. Um, so this, I mean, it seems bad, but honestly, uh, it's not nearly as as egregious as it could be. And that's, I don't know, that's probably a really shit thing for me to be saying because it's so cynical, but, um, yeah, um, it could have been a hell of a lot worse than it is. So that's that's my take. Cynical. Sorry. <laughs> Everybody went silent. Did I get rugged? No, you, no, <laughs> no. I'm here. I'm here. I'm like I said. This is a a lot of this is new news to me. I've seen people post this on Twitter. I've read a little bit of po- about the first first comment that um guy made on the forum but i haven't read all of it and i haven't read the response to it from tor so i need to dig into this more but thanks thanks robo did you get rug robo you there yeah so i don't think this is like fatal for a secret by any means it's uh it's the numbers we're talking about aren't like massive so um I've got faith that Secret will come through this with barely any scars. So hopefully, uh, hopefully I'm right. Bro, were you there? Did we miss you? Did we lose you? I mean, same thing. Oh shit! Yeah. Did you, did you hear him, Todd? Or am I am I getting rough? No, no, I don't hear nothing. Okay. Yeah, okay. I think we lost. Us. So. All right. Well, I'm going to end it here, um, especially because I'm running this. 
uh, spaces on my laptop. And I'm going to close my laptop here soon in a little bit because my wife wants to go to bed. <laughs> but thank you, guys. Thank you for uh, joining the uh, one-year anniversary Twitter spaces for Cosmos Spaces. It's been awesome. We've had a lot of awesome people come in and share their share their thoughts and share their memories on how they met some of us it's been been a beautiful space i will probably spin up another one on my own account here shortly if, if anybody wants to join in more than welcome yes please all right thanks todd for stopping by yeah. and if you yeah. jump in the other one yeah i'll, I'll spin one up I, here in a little i'll bit. probably do that yeah and uh congrats on one year and uh i hope to see everybody here at denver so that's that's my stomping grounds thanks Thanks, Eric, for uh, co-hosting. Have a good night. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was part two of the two-part IBC Gang Late Night Lounge, the Cosmos Space's one-year anniversary, recorded on Saturday, January 28th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. If you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate show some support yeah i'm in love with the georgios i'm in love with the georgios i got it for the low low i'm in love with the georgios i'm in love with the georgios i'm in love with the georgios georgios I got it for the low, 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 low. I'm in love with the Georgios. Hit my plug, that's my job, bros. My Mikos. Stargaze Mint for the low, 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 low. Show me stars, I'll go loco. Rowing in my little job boat. Job boat. Bitches thinking I'm a Josh Mo. No, no. Mean to smile when I jolo, jolo. Hear the alleys taking photos, photos. I know nothing but the Jojo. Bacon Jonas, yeah, bacon Jonas. Bacon Jonas, yeah, bacon Jonas. Whip it through the glass, Timmy. Woo, 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 woo. I'm making Jones fast, Timmy. Woo. I'm in love with the Georgios. I'm in love with the Georgios. I got it for the low low. I'm in love with the Georgios. I'm in love with the Georgios. I'm in love with the Georgios. I got it for the low low. I'm in love with the Jojo. 36, that's a deal, yo. Need a rack, miss my free throw. I'm in love, desert ego. Bustin' rugs, now we need yo. Free my homies, fuck the CEO. But the judge, fuck my PO. Puto. All this talk like you need Joe Minting Joe's like a primo Bacon Jonas, yeah, Bacon Jonas Bacon Jonas, yeah, Bacon Jonas
whip it through the glass, Timmy. Woo, 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 woo. I made Joe's fast, Timmy. Woo. I'm in love with the Georgios, Georgios. I'm in love with the Georgios, Georgios. I got it for the low, 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 low. I'm in love with the Georgios, Georgios. I'm in love with the Georgios, Georgios. I'm in love with the Georgios, Georgios. I got it for the low, 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 low. I'm in love with the Georgios, 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 Georgios. Amigos. Ten spaces.